everybody. Welcome to another episode of Dirt Nap City. We usually talk about interesting dead people here. But recently, Kelly and I have started thinking more about other things that aren't around anymore besides people. So on the weeks that we aren't going to talk about interesting dead people, we're going to discuss these things. The companies, the sayings, the toys, the technology, the parts of life that we remember but we don't experience anymore. These are the Dirt Nap City Dead Ends. And this is the actual inaugural episode of Dirt Nap City Dead Ends. So this might take off and be more popular than traditional Dirt Nap City. We don't know yet. But we'd love to know what you think. If you if you like these, then hit us up with something that you used to remember as a child or as a young adult or don't know how old you are. But whenever, if you remember something that you used to do or experience or a store you went to or anything that was a tradition that no longer exists, let us know. Email us not at Dirtnap City and just put it in there. And if we use your topic, we'll give you a sticker. And I have made a great list of things in my uh, notes. You ever go to the notes app on your phone? Uh, is that still a thing? No, it's definitely still a thing. It's still a thing in my phone for sure. I have so many lists, and I love to go back and look at things. Well, I know, I, I know you are using a BlackBerry still. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you remember photomats? Oh, do I ever? Yes. So, photomat for our younger listeners was a. I don't know how you would describe these shack, um, small building. Was it like a little? It was almost like a, almost like a, um, what's that? Uh, those little burger places, uh, quick short stops, like a short stop burger. Oh, place. I think they were smaller than that. They're like the size of the snow cone uh, places that you have uh, that you see. It's just dropped in a parking lot, just a little hut. Let's call it a hut. Yeah, and they were drive-through kiosks where you could drop your film. Back when we had, we took pictures or movies and you had to get things developed you would drop off your film at these little huts and there were people in it right there were there one, people, one there person, person in there it, right there yeah. and they also sold film turns out they also did custom film strips do you remember film strips oh yeah yeah those were big in school teachers could make custom film strips but they would have to take film and then they would have to bring a cassette tape with the with the audio part and then the photo mat would put those things together. Now, do you think they did all that in the actual box in in the in the hut, or do you think that was shipped somewhere else? No, I think that's the whole point of this was that the labs that were used to develop film were very big, and so they would collect all of these um, people's films, and a couple times a day they would drive out to uh, some sort of processing plant where they would develop all this stuff. Ah. Um, so Photomat started in Point Loma, California, which is just outside of San Diego, in 1965. And, wow. and the peak of Photomats was about 1980, where there was 4,000 Photomats in the United States, mostly in the suburbs. They were almost like Starbucks back then, right? You just couldn't turn around without seeing one. 4,000 of them. And these are the kind of things that I hope to highlight on this dead ends is that there were 4,000 of these. So they were all over the place. And now most people today have never even heard of them. It's just a faint memory, but they would have gold roofs 
and they would have signs with the blue lettering and almost the same font as Kodak back then, although they weren't owned by Kodak. Yeah, they tried to give the association through uh, color. And then Kodak, I think, ended up in the later years starting to have their own type of uh, kiosk. But Photomat was kind of the the uh, term that you use for all of them, regardless of who owned them. Yeah, there was like Fox Photo. Remember oh, Fox yeah. Photo? Look Fox for the photo. Fox. Sure. Yep. Sure. But that was like a third rate photo mat, right? Well, and then and then it always got confused with Foxy Photo, where you took your your nudes. <laughs> I don't remember that one. Uh, Photomat also did video rentals back before anybody was doing video rentals. Um, I did not know that. Nineteen seventy nine. Did you have a VCR in nineteen seventy nine? Ah, I don't think so. I no, don't think I don't so. Think I f- we did. I feel like we were like maybe like I was almost in college by the time we got a VCR. Yeah, so they did video rentals from seventy nine to eighty two, but it was a little problematic. You would get this very limited catalog. And you would then call a number and order a movie. And the movie was $12. Now, $12 in 1979 is the equivalent of 50 bucks today. So wow. For 50 okay. bucks, you got to take a, one movie home for five days. <laughs> was it on VHS? Yeah. Yeah. And here's, oh, here's the other thing. It was only Paramount movies. <laughs> so it was a very limited catalog. Instead of Paramount Plus, it was Paramount Minus. Right. Paramount, ah, that's a good one. Paramount minus um, for, for f- about 50 bucks, you could get a movie for one movie for five days. And then I Dang. think Disney joined the, doing the thing after that. But what happened was mini labs made these things obsolete. So mini labs are the things that you have uh, like started. Oh, like in a Walgreens or in the back of a, like, like grocery stores started to get them. You could go in and just get your film developed while you were shopping. One hour long? photo. One hour, exactly. One hour, yeah. One hour photo started putting these photo mats out of business because Photomat couldn't do it in an hour. They pick them yeah, up. Yeah, they had to drive the film to the lab and process it, get it back. Now, um, one hour photo was also a movie with Robin Williams. Did you know that? So that movie, was it called One Hour Photo? I think it was. Which is weird because I think he was a Photomat employee in that movie who like his whole existence was that he was stuck in that little building. So that wouldn't have made sense. Here's the Wikipedia page about it. One Hour Photo is a 2002 American psychological thriller film written and directed by Mark Rowe. Romantic and starring Robin Williams, Connie Nielsen, Michael Varlan, Gary Cole, and er- Eric LaSalle. The film was produced by Catch 23 Entertainment, and the film stars Robin Williams as a photo technician who develops an unhealthy obsession with a family to whom he has long provided service. So I think the idea of that, that's one of those things that maybe the treatment was before 2002 when photomats were still a thing. By the time it got produced, photomats were not very present anymore. By 2002, people started having digital cameras, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not phones, but, or at least remember the cameras, remember the the go-between film and digital was- Where you uh, actually put a, a, a- 
Yeah, a disc in it, like a floppy disc or whatever, and it would disc record cameras. onto that. I think you still had to go get those developed, but disc cameras kind of were a game changer. Very easy to, but I, I bet you still had to get those developed. And then came digital films. But I'm thinking by the time that movie came out, it was about something that didn't really exist anymore. I mean, Photomat was not really much around in 2002. They strung along with photomat.com until 2009, where you could like store your images, kind of like Shutterfly, you know, is today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you get a free a free Shutterfly with every single thing you buy at Best Buy. Um yeah, and it kind of like Kodak, right? Kodak turned way too late into the digital world and got got their lunch eaten. And, you know, most photo mats now are coffee kiosks. They didn't tear them down. Oh, these, yeah, A lot yeah. of these 4,000 places still exist as coffee kiosks or, like I said before, snow cones, sometimes hot dog uh, places, just anything you can make in a little hut. They're kind of like food trucks, but they're just like a brick and mortar. If you walk out of there with your coffee uh, or your snow cone and you feel a little dizzy, it's probably just the chemicals. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just left over from uh, the chemicals, right? And I would think tornadoes would have taken a lot of them out too, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Well, they didn't put them in mobile homes. That was smart. Yeah, yeah. They essentially were mobile homes, though. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's that's the dead end that I want to talk about today. Photomats. You don't see them anymore. Yeah. If you're a former employee of Photomat, you ever worked at a Photomat, or if you ever even got your film developed at a Photomat, email us, not at Dirt Nap City, and tell us what you think about Photomats. We'd love to hear. Bye.